Step into my circle, whip the opposite of Urkel When I pull up flying purple, people eaters couldn't bite me I sealed the fate of Herschel And I just leave them on the limb and hand them up And this is rappers are walking that I already killed them Skin blanco, lyrical weapon kicking like a Bronco Head honcho, spherical presence came from the grotto A dead rapper, wrap his body in a poncho A crack is melon with a combo like pronto Saganara, kamikaze, rocking body armor When I change lanes Welcome back to As Indie Grows. This is Remington T. Ramsey along with Marcus. What is your middle name? John. M.J.M. Marcus J. Mangus. And our guest today is none other than Jordan Birds, chiropractic and marketing guru. <laughs> Welcome to the show, Jordan. <laughs> Thanks, guys. Happy to be here. So Jordan, uh, we just found out, is from Oakland City, Indiana, which if you do not know where that is, it is near Evansville, pretty close to like a suburb of Evansville, is that what you're saying? There's a college there. But it's like 45 minutes, isn't it? Uh, about 25 minutes. There's a college there? Oakland City University. And you didn't go there. I did not go You there. got out of there. Yeah, I did. I grew up in Muncie, and I told myself I'd never go to Ball State. I was like, I'm getting out of here. And uh, so is that is that you just wanted to get out, see the see the world? Uh, and you yeah, made it as far I, I, as Bloomington. I, I definitely wanted to. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so actually, my elementary school, my middle school, and my high school are all like connected on the same street. Oh, and wow. if you drive down that street, it leads into OCU. Wow! wow. So you could have had your, so your entire, entire education on, on Franklin Street. street in <laughs> Oakland City. <laughs> so you decided that uh, IU was the way to go. Yeah, my uh, my best friend wanted to go to IU, and I wanted to play a sport in college, so track was my best sport, so I decided to go there. So you graduated in uh, 2012 uh, with an exercise science degree, which uh, another famous person on this podcast also graduated with. Uh, That's me. I graduated Mm -hmm. with that. Um, I didn't know that. Became a chiropractic guru. (laughs) I keep using this this word, and and here's why. So so I I feel like... um, Chiropractic is is one of those things that is actually one of the most controversial medicines, uh, at least based on uh, when you're just talking to people about what works, right? And so that's one of the big reasons why I wouldn't have you on the show, because you're my chiropractor, and um, I was not a believer. Marcus has never had it done. Never. And so he's kind of not a believer. Sure. Okay. Sure. Well, I'm just trying Obviously. to get. I'm trying Put to get. Money where you're I'm out. trying to get controversy <laughs> going as soon as. Uh, but what drew me to Jordan was not yeah. necessarily his abilities as a chiropractor as much as it was your marketing. Um, so we're going to talk about his Instagram and and social media marketing because that's uh, a really big, um, a really big topic, especially uh, with people who do it really well, which you are one of those. Um, but why don't we just start with your story, kind of how you got into the industry, and we'll go from there. Yeah, I ran track at IU. And then my junior year had a weightlifting injury. And I, like we said, I'm from Oakland City. There was not a chiropractor there. I'd never been to a chiropractor before in my life. I was doing the exercise science route for uh, physical therapy. And then through that injury, I went to a chiropractor for the first time. And one adjustment stood up and was just like, I'm 100% better. What is this witchcraft? Like, how did this happen? <laughs> like, I was in this pain for like three days. Why is this 100% better? And then, honestly, I just asked to, I saw him probably two or three more times, and then I asked to shadow him, and it was just kind of the hidden healthcare profession for me. Mm-hmm. I've, I've always been someone that's kind of understood the body healing from the inside out. Like, when I was sick, I never really wanted to take, you know, any type of sick, traditional cold, medicine. cold medicine, just because it always gave me some kind of other symptom. Mm-hmm. And then, even... Even in high school, I would always just go, like, chug a gallon of orange juice if I was sick, understanding, like, you need more sleep, vitamin C, vitamin D. Well, how am I not taking care of myself? 
naturally. You put aligning spines and minds on all of your hashtags, on all of your posts. Yep. What does that mean to you? So two, two of the biggest reasons I guess I started my Instagram was, one, I wanted to show chiropractic in my world because it is, like you said, the most varied healthcare profession in the sense of, you know, there's so many different techniques, there's so many different philosophies, there's so many different business models that that's where all the stereotypes and stigmas come from. And I wanted to show, like, no, it's actually pretty normal. This isn't, like, that hard of a concept to grasp that, you know, your nervous system controls everything in your body, and it's not just about getting people out of pain. Like, that's honestly not that hard. It's about helping people feel and function better as an overall human. Hmm. And then, I mean, I just see how mental health affects people's physical health every single day. And for me, Aligning Spines and Minds is that, and it's a lot of me just honestly, I kind of use it as, like, a personal journal of my own personal growth, personal development. And, you know, if I'm reading through a book or listening to a podcast and there's a sentence or two that pops out to me, it would pop out to somebody else. It would resonate with somebody else. So for me, those are my posts. That's where I'll, you know, tweet, screenshot it, post it, and that'll be that thought. And then I'll just kind of elaborate on why that spoke to me in my life. So you said um, that it, <clears throat> the mental health impacts the physical health. 100%. Is the opposite also true? The physical health. Oh, yeah, definitely. Yeah, because, I mean, you have somebody that comes in and they're 10 out of 10 low back pain. They're definitely not going to be in a good mood. (laughs) (laughs) I just wasn't, I was, it seemed like a more symbiotic relationship than just, but I am curious on the mental health. For sure. It's a lot of, it's a lot of, you know, I get a lot of, you know, we're up in, we're up in Fishers, very affluent area. You get a lot of stay-at-home moms and they are stressed and we typically carry our stress in pelvis, jaw, upper back. And there's so much tension and stress and then, you know, somebody comes in and gets one adjustment, they're like, oh, my God, I had no idea I could get so much relief from just mobility. So let me ask you this. Why is it, <clears throat> like, if, if you're sick and you're a kid and you think you might have the flu or strep or something like that, you go to the doctor. Like, that's just, you know, nine out of ten parents would be like, we got to send our kids to the doctor. But it's not the same thing when you get an injury. I think the, I think the general population would say, okay, I either need to go to the doctor, I need to go to a physical therapist and chiropractic services is like on the bottom of that, at least in in terms of like what the perception is, you haven't ever had it done and you've had injuries. Why, why do you feel like that? I'll ask you first and then I'll, and we'll have Jordan answer this, but why, why do you feel like you've never been like inclined to go to the chiropractor? I don't, I mostly it just hasn't been something that I've thought about, that I've seen. You know, my parents never did. Yep. I did have back issues when I was in high school, and that was. But you never, no one ever time. said you should go to a chiropractor. No, or? I shoveled snow for a chiropractor in town all the time. So I <laughs> That's knew. That's funny. So I knew one. <laughs> he was trying to get business. Uh, <laughs> yeah, he was. <laughs> so I knew a chiropractor, um, but yeah, no, I never, I never went, um, and I don't, I don't know. I guess I've just always kind of seen it as pseudo medicine. Yeah. So why is that? Why do why do or people holistic medicine? If that's fair, why yeah. is it not Both. mainstream? Why is it not mainstream that where it's just an obvious thing? If your back hurts, that's the first thing you do is make sure you go to the chiropractor. Or, or why have you not already been going to the chiropractor? Why is it not mainstream yet? I think for me, it's just that's not how we're raised, you know. And it's hard to break that just alone, you know. When a kid, like you said, when a kid gets a fever, what's the first thing people are thinking of? We need to get them some kind of medicine to break their fever instead of like let's just see. If the fever breaks within, you know, a certain amount of time, obviously, if you got too high, you should do something about it. But we're so apt to have some medical intervention instead of letting your body, like, hmm. fight whatever's going on. 
Yeah, that's a good answer. And I mean, it was the same thing with me. Like, I'd never been to a chiropractor. I I even made a post about this recently. I was like, I didn't really believe in chiropractic. I didn't know anything about it. All anybody ever said was, you know, they're fake doctors and they pop back. So it's like, yeah, what's this supposed to do? Yeah, I think for, and me, then, for me, like, I'm just thinking through my perceptions right. of, of the industry in general. And for me, it's it's like, well, if I go to the chiropractor and I have to keep going back, is it is it fixing anything? Right. Like right. that's the, I think that's, or is it creating more problems that make me have to like, it's a drug that I'm addicted to yeah, now. I, yeah. Maybe, I don't know something. But yeah. So I, that, that, that's a common thing that I hear a lot too is like, Hey, if you, once you start, you got to keep going. Otherwise it's not, it's not going to work or it's going to hurt you more. Or like what it, can you, yeah, for sure. To that. Uh, the classic analogies I'll always give during that is like, you know, you don't work at once and all of a sudden you're healthy. You don't eat one healthy meal and then all of a sudden you're healthy. So for me, it's, yeah, you, you get adjusted and ideally you do keep going back because you want to feel that way hmm. forever. Another analogy, if you go in and get your car aligned every once in a while, this is your vehicle for right. average of 80 years, 80 yeah. to 90 years. Like, why would you not want it to be moving and functioning as properly as it could? Hmm. So is it preventative? More That's what I try to get people to. You know, the, the, aver- you know, the average person is going to come in. You hurt your back. Right. Or you're feeling pain. It, but that feels like it's almost too late. What's been the coolest since I've started my Instagram is obviously it's a lot younger dynamic or d- demographic on Instagram. So I'm getting a lot more younger patients that are coming in for maintenance sure. to see that, you know, I feel good. I want to feel great. And I tell it to <laughs> a lot of them. Like I, you know, I played four sports in high school. I ran track in college. I wish I would have found this before I was 21. Like, right. I just wonder how better athletically I could have been knowing that I could feel like this. True. Well, so I I came in because I had a volleyball injury and I was swinging poorly and my technique was off. So that was what caused it. Um, and I also had like a really, uh, my core wasn't very strong. Um, but either way, I, I screwed up my back and I went to physical therapy because that's what I went to school for exercise science for yep. was to go the physical therapy route. And it just wasn't doing. I went to physical therapists and I was just struggling. And honestly, the only thing that got me up and going was my chiropractor. Uh, and so um, I went into I went into Jordan's office and I. Uh, so when he, what's funny is the experience itself is is kind of interesting. Like it's not like a typical. Like you almost feel like you're in a medieval dungeon, and <laughs> exactly and then there's this guy yeah. who's gonna <laughs> he's gonna it's gonna look like he's hurting you, but it really feels good. But like it's gonna look like he's like trying to take your life. And then on top of it, there's this like water slash toys slash things in the in the corner. And he's like, you know what? If you have a couple more minutes, we can go do this other torture thing. And so he puts these <laughs> electrodes on my back and starts running currents through it. And then the, like someone else came up and they were like, oh, it was like really scary actually, but it felt great. And then when I stood up, I was like, this is amazing. And then, and then, and then I'm better, like, like truly better, like going out and playing volleyball and not having the same pains. Um, that's what made me a believer. And I'm just, it's funny because I feel like people almost have to experience it for themselves before they're actual believer. Have you ever found someone who's just like, you know what, I go in for an alignment or I've, I've gone through that and I'm not a believer. It doesn't work. Uh, I feel like if that were ever to be the case, I mean, I don't feel like I have experienced that because you wouldn't like see them again. Right. Um, the, some stories that I've heard of, or if, you know, I'll randomly see on like Facebook comments or something is I went to one and I felt worse. Mm. If you only go to one for one visit, you're 
Becky, you're 55, you hurt your low back, you get adjusted one time, you may not feel better after one visit. Like, you can't expect you sitting at a desk for 40 years and all of a sudden get adjusted and be like, boom, I'm 100% better. Like tuning a so piano that's, I think, that's also, that's, I think also yeah. where the disconnect is, is it's on a lot of chiropractors themselves of like patient education is so important in your first and second visit of them understanding like this isn't going to get fixed in one visit. Yes, if you two came in and I adjusted you, you'd probably feel better after one visit. You know, ideally six visits is normally my answer of like getting somebody like completely out of pain. Right. Like it's really not hard to get people out of pain. Sure. But it's fixing somebody, actually helping take pressure off of nerves, pressure off of discs, stretching tissue over time. I'll always give the example of, you know, you go to yoga, you're trying to touch your toes. That doesn't happen after one yoga session. Like stretching tissue and taking relief off of things takes takes a while. Yeah. Well, so you just derailed my thought with what you just said, because I don't know if this is true. So like if you go to tune a piano after 40 years, it doesn't just tune. Like you have to go back a couple times to tune it. Really? I didn't yeah. know that. When I was little, my ki- oh, my parents my parents got an old piano. Yeah. And um, the tuner, every time that he would come back, you know, every few months or so, he would say, you know, keep playing it. But we were never we, it keep took it because it keeps it, it warm. Us, it keeps it. It took us months to get it to the point. Really? Where it was huh. on tune. Man, that's why I play the guitar. I can imagine so playing a tu- uh, it was an so instrument that takes so long to tune. I don't. I don't. <laughs> Every time I, I have a I'm not saying musician I'm an as a patient, pianos, I'll try to do this uh, analogy now. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. But I, I mean, yeah. I, I think your uh, sister and brother-in-law got a piano, and the tuner was like, "Yeah, there's no point. It's just not. Yeah. Like I can't even get this better at this point. I Hopefully." Know. Jordan once said the same. The piano activists are going to hate this, but I I thought it would be really fun to take it out with a sledgehammer and just see like what's possible when you hit keys and like wood and all the different yeah. strings and stuff. Yeah, uh, it's probably going to backfire and hurt us. But um, okay, cool. Well, this is helpful, and and so I want to I want to backtrack to uh, what what got you not only into. Um, the, the field, but what made you successful? Because now um, you build a lot of your business on social media, which I would think that um, if there's... What, what's interesting about social media is it's taking professions that are seemingly boring. Like, be, unless you're in it, people are like, this is a boring profession. Like, how on earth? But you're taking a profession that most people didn't do a lot of social media marketing outside of a flyer of come visit us if you're looking for a chiropractor, but you took it to the next level with some of these bits. I mean, if you guys check out Jordan on Instagram, what's your Instagram handle? Uh, Just at Dr. Jordan Burns. Dr. Jordan Burns. He's had, he's done marketing bits with uh, a Forrest Gump video, which is one of my favorites. Uh, Drake song, I of the tiger. Um, Yeah. There's one in particular where you were basically calling out Pat McAfee uh, and it, and it worked out for you. Marcus doesn't know the story. I don't think so. If you want to, if you want to share like how that whole thing came about. Uh, yeah. So I started my Instagram in August of 2018 and kind of a thought in my head of was like, okay, how do I, how do I get the ball rolling on this? One was I met with probably like 250 people from Instagram, like face to face for coffee or lunch. So like I was kind of set out to the, the Gary V approach of I'm trying to meet everybody face to face. So, so, so it's not slow just down, slow down. So, so you get, you would get a follower and then they would engage with you or no, no, no. So I would, I just searched Instagram for any person in the health, wellness, fitness, positive mindset community, whatever you want to call it. Mm-hmm. So like being intentional about who I'm reaching out to hmm. and I would get coffee or lunch with them. Certain amount of followers or anything that you were looking for? Not necessarily. Cause um, it wasn't necessarily some, some were like indie fitness magazine, Jeremy and Ryan, um, they what? were one of the first accounts I reached out to. They had like 12,000 followers. Was the reason for meeting with them to figure out how to do, how to build your Instagram or was it to get better at the industry? What was it for? Uh, just to, 
I'm not from Indianapolis, so I was like, oh, just a how network. am I gonna? Yeah, how am I gonna get known or like spread chiropractic if I don't know anybody? Is that when you started your business? It was August 2018. Uh, no, so Pro Wellness, the office that I'm an owner of now, started in 2008. 2008, I believe. So he acquired it. Um, yeah. So that just happened recently. That was just in December. Um, but then no, I just decided to start the Instagram in August just cause just kind of clicked of, I wanted to spread my message and I thought it would be a good way to. So you met with that. two, 250. Yeah. 250 people over the course of, I was, yeah, I was having a lot of coffees and lunches. I mean, there were weeks where I, I definitely was burning the candle at both ends. Like, <laughs> I was like 10 to 12 people some weeks. But uh-huh. you still, I, yeah, when you and I met, people. you were still meeting with people and that was yep. long after that, right? For sure. So like, yeah, this is still, still an active do. part of Even your networking. Even this week I've got like, I think every lunch this week I'm meeting with somebody and the well, you're you're new, so yeah, all four. Are new people. <laughs> yeah, that doesn't seem very common in your industry. Yeah, networking as a chiropractor, like networking one on one. Yeah, yeah. So that's pretty I mean, rare. I, so I then, see it a lot, right? It, yeah, in the business. Obviously, yeah, and I'm I think I, I think I was trying to come from a place too, where every time I'd meet with them, I did always like preface because you know they have no idea what my what my intentions are. Of, right. You know, like I don't need to be your chiropractor. I'm not going to be everybody's chiropractor. That's okay, but I just want to meet people and just develop a connection and a network so then as you were building your instagram uh not only following but then like finding influence and inspiration for what you were going to post to get more following did you take a lot from like these appointments these meetings with these people or like what gives you inspiration to do like force gump or like the drake song oh yeah yeah. well yeah i never even answered the pat macri thing um that was kind of a thought in my head i was like okay who can I reach out to or who can I like make a funny video and shoot my shot at or whatever <laughs> to like really get the spar on. So in my head I was like, you know, Pat McAfee's a big influence in Indy. Oh, Victor yeah. Aladipo is a big influence in Indy. So those two were kind of like in my head. I haven't done anything with the Pacers or Vic, but I was like, okay, we'll, we'll shoot for McAfee first. So I literally just made a video. So in the video I like talk about uh, manifesting your thoughts into reality, like saying that out loud. I like adjust one of my friends, take a shot of water because I was like, it's McAfee, Barstool. I probably need to incorporate drinking in some sort, even though it was water. And then I just said, Pat McAfee, who's your Cairo? And yeah, he reached out. And and then anyway. so, cool. but, but after he reached out, you actually did a promotion with him, right? Like you actually cracked racked him cracked him as yeah, you said I went, I went. that's one of my favorite sayings yeah. is that a, is that <laughs> a common like thing in the profession is like rack em, crack em? uh i'll say that in reference to like certain business models because there are certain business models that it is like a rack em and crack em type shop right what's the difference so pause this is something i've been thinking about what's the difference between <laughs> pause. like i i will uh so i pop my back and i pop my knuckles yeah i don't actually know what's happening when i do that it just feels better after i do it what am i doing there and what is that different than than you when you pop my back like you obviously take it to a new level by contorting my body and, sure. like, and doing my legs and stuff but if i just lean back in my chair and pop it is that good for me like what is happening there good and bad it's a gas bubble being released from your joints. Like people used to say it causes arthritis to pop your hands. Mm-hmm. I don't know where that came from. That's not true. It's You're not just true. releasing gas from your joints. I actually don't even like to do it. Parents Weirds. who were annoyed. Yeah. <laughs> Maybe. I have annoyed four kids. Or didn't have I'm sure. <laughs> that's the answer. I'm very sure. Um, <laughs> only four? But Yeah, at the moment. Uh, okay. Yeah. Good because you're getting motion in joints, so that's what I'll always tell people. I don't really encourage people to like pop their necks, but usually if you're just like twisting in a chair, that's fine. Okay. Bad because you're not usually getting the joint that's actually locked up. Okay. So you're usually you're usually let's say these two are 
the ones you're moving and this is the joint that's locked up, you're just making these two joints hypermobile and you're still not getting the motion in this. But when you move these, it still sends signals to your brain to inhibit pain. So you feel like, oh, I got it because you heard a pop, but you didn't necessarily move oh. the actual like immobile segment. So that's me. So are you able to do a line yourself? Uh, or do you really need someone else to do it to get that? Yes and no. Um, <laughs> I, I, I don't really. I mean, I still get adjusted by one of the docs of the office like once a week. Okay. And you don't actually know what you're doing. Like most people, I mean, you might because you were an exercise science major, but like no one actually knows like what an adjustment is or what you're trying to do with it. You right. know what I mean? Oh, yeah. Like you don't know taking it through the proper range of motion, like right. to a full like joint lockout. Like no one actually knows that that's, you're just trying to get a pop. Hmm. So, so it's, it's really funny. Like, do you add in the videos? So you do some of the marking videos where you're actually showing someone getting adjusted. Mm-hmm. Do you add that sound in or is that the, is that their actual sound of their backs? When I'm actually adjusting somebody? Yeah. Those are me. Those are the actual sounds. Yeah. Those are actual sounds. Those are, I mean, it's those unbelievable. Are, those are just on my phone. Some of the, some of the funny than ones, my own, some yeah. of the funny ones, you, you can tell usually when it's, when it's an added like sound, like the Pat McAfee video, that's an added sound. Oh, okay. <laughs> that's funny. I don't actually think I've seen the Pat McAfee after uh, the video. We'll put we'll include a link in this okay. <laughs> so that people can see it um, afterwards. So me, I, the real r- honest question. So how, yep. how, a you were not just an athlete, but you're a D one athlete. I mean sure. that's that's being an athlete at a high level. Yeah. How many high level athletes are getting chiropractic care? Like, is there a percentage that you know of? That is not a percentage I know off the top of my head. I know the general population is fourteen percent. Which is like is it higher with athletes or is it low? I would think it's higher with athletes. I know for sure every NFL team has a chiropractor. I know uh, if you ever heard of Dr. Bo Hightower, he's the like MMA chiropractor. Um, I don't believe every NBA team has one. I know a lot of baseball teams do. So that's, so that's why do why are they not like in school? I'm just curious. I you know I think about I'm I'm thinking back to the Olympics, and I don't know if you actually do this or cupping. if you have opinions on it, but you see the cupping for yep. all of the um, swimmers. Yeah. Right, and I don't know if it's a, a fad, if it works, or if you do it. Or I mean, what. it's not a fad. It just became a popular thing because Michael Phelps did it. I was actually just told that story to somebody today because that was again the Rackham and Crackham shops. Ours, we do a lot more like soft tissue, other hmm. modalities with people. I didn't realize that was a part of. I didn't know that was. I thought that was more ma- massage therapy was the cupping. Well, it's just it goes all into. It integrates holistic. into a lot of fields. Yeah. Yeah, because it's b- blood flow, right? Yep. Into your muscles. Yep. Um, back to what you were talking about being in a, NFL teams and stuff. Why, if it's if it's being, um, we're kind of seeing. Would you say we're seeing a movement of like more and more people accepting or, or uh, integrating that? I into didn't their say that, package? but I do think that. Do you think that? Uh, so then, why do you think it's not in schools? Why why would it not be like if 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 we're teaching students huh? to go a direction with exercise science, but we don't actually have chiropractic services on campus for our athletes? Isn't that strange? Isn't that a mixed message, especially for D one? A hundred percent. No, I agree. Cause we had, so when I got injured, it was just like a rib subluxation. So it hurts, take a deep breath. Didn't know what was going on. I thought my lung collapsed, went to the training room, had Graston done. Do you know what Graston is? Mm-hmm. Scraping. So it's like oh, a metal yeah. tool. That hurts. Yeah. Oh. Usually like scrape up muscle. It, it helped, but it didn't like fix the rib issue. So they did have, it wasn't technically a chiropractor on staff, um, but they did have a chiropractor come in like every Thursday or something. She couldn't really get it to move. So then I, for whatever reason, I believe, like, okay, this seems to be it. I just need to find somebody that can do it. So I searched a guy in Bloomington, and hmm. it worked. So uh, that ties in how I feel about you, and one reason why I wanted to have you on the show is I think that um, from the we have a lot of business people on 
uh, on the podcast. Marcus, Marcus and I are both heads of uh, businesses. Yeah. And so this is the way we think. But you embrace the brand. You're an ambassador mm-hmm. first of chiropractic care and services. Definitely. And because of that, all the things that you do on Instagram is not necessarily promoting you as much as it is just making sure you are taking care of yourself with chiropractic services. 100%. That's why one of the sayings I say at the end of every post too is who's your Cairo. Mm -hmm. It's not saying I'm your Cairo. It's saying who is it? Because everybody needs one. That's the whole purpose of it. And I've been actually, a lot of networking I've been doing lately is actually meeting with Kairos in Indy because I've told them, I was like, how fun would it be if we could just get like a dozen of us and we make some chiropractic marketing video where we all say who's your chiro and we all blast it out at once and we do like a chiropractic takeover over Indianapolis like that's the whole point of all of <laughs> right. this though. that's kind of what you know what I mean do. what's that I mean realtors all kind of get together and right like talk you to think everybody should have I mean whatever your things. your job is you are probably pa- well hopefully you're passionate about it enough to realize that you think everybody should have your job sure you know, if you're an accountant you're like oh no everybody needs an accountant it may not be me but everybody needs one it's, sure he's chiropractic is it, is it uh, regulated at all? So, I mean, one of the things you kind of hit on at the beginning is it's not necessarily, like, obviously each individual chiropractor is different. Yes. So there's going to be yes. some level of variance. Yep. But how big is that variance in terms of are there different specialties? There's different specialties, or? for sure. So, I mean, you go to school. I went to IU for four years. I went to undergrad for three and a third, or uh, postgrad, sorry, for three and a third years year-round. Um, that was, like, 4,200 hours, I think, something like that. We had five sets of national boards and a state license. So, I mean, it's a lot of schooling, a lot of testing, a lot of regulations in that sense. Mm -hmm. But once you're in practice, you can kind of – it's just very varied because there's so many different, like, adjusting techniques to where, you Mm. know, I'll have somebody come in where there's, there's, like, handheld tools that you can adjust somebody with, and they may have been getting adjusted this way for years. And then all of a sudden, you know, I actually do a manual manipulation on them, and they're like, oh. I didn't even know this was a part of chiropractic, hmm. and this is like the most normal, like way to adjust somebody. Wow. So, so if you're trying to find out who's your Cairo, should you shop it around? Definitely. I mean, that's something I get tagged in a lot on Facebook, like people asking for like chiropractors. But that was another reason why I wanted to post about my office and about hmm. what I do too. Well, that's that's where the element of uh, human touch and care comes in, right? Like we we pick we pick on people that we know are going to be good at their profession oh, yeah. but then we also want to work well with them we also want to make sure like our personalities click yeah. and that's where i think you win over a lot of the other chiropractors is just your willingness to go the extra mile and have a lot of fun with your marketing and yeah. hey i'm a i'm a fun guy first and foremost but i i know a lot about a chiropractic i mean th- th- what i love about this podcast is you can listen to this and and not get anything out of like the knowledge of becoming a chiropractor because that's not your route, but just the route that you took, the care that you took in embracing the brand, building it around fun other parts of marketing and letting people know that you are first and foremost a guy that people want to be around. Yeah. And then on top of it, you're good at what you do. I think that's, there's a lot of good yeah. things that can come from that. Because that, cause that's why I don't, like I said before we started this, I don't consider myself a marketing guru. Right. Because I have no idea anything Allow me about to. That's marketing. what I said. <laughs> yeah. For I me, I'm so. just like... Again, the the aligning spines and minds posts are me just sharing my own personal development, and then my posts in between are just sharing chiropractic. I'm just sharing my daily stuff. So it's stuff that I say to patients all day, every day. It's just like I'm going to put it on the internet. How has that impacted your business? 
since 2000, you, since August oh, 2018. Ten, tenfold, man. We talked, we like, talked about it, right? It's, like it's, it's hard, nuts, yeah. it's hard to, it's hard to figure out, okay, how, how much more time should I spend on your marketing? Cause you actually told me this, like, yeah. how much time should I spend on this? If it, if it ever becomes work, I can't really see the ROI outside of just, I know my business is building, but is it become, cause I met with 250 people. Is it's it be- all the above. It is. It's yeah. a compound effect of doing all of it just over, over, over consistently. The multiple effect. Cause that's all it is. I mean, that's, you're going to build a business if you're consistent. I just talked about that book, the compound effect. Yeah. I, I just with, finished with it Darren probably two, two months ago. Yeah. yeah. Um, yeah. Such Great a book. book. Darren Hardy's, Darren Hardy's the man and entrepreneur roller coaster is one of my favorite books he's ever written. Anyone's is ever written. Is he coming written. on the podcast soon? Oh uh, yeah. He'll be our next guest. <laughs> um, actually, no, it's only successful people in Indiana. I don't know where he's from, uh, but he does not qualify. Um, Jordan, as we wrap up, what, what are some things that you've learned on your journey that uh, for the young listeners, or maybe some of the ones that are, uh, still in school at IU and Purdue and Butler, um, Ball State, I feel like I have to name them all now. You go off, you're all done. You Wabash. just keep going. Wabash, I've never <laughs> heard of it. City University. <laughs> uh, anyway, so the, the, the young listeners that are maybe like 10 years behind you that are like making uh, making their choices in school and trying to figure out, okay, this is the direction I want to go. But then uh, the entrepreneur is the number one sought after profession in uh, this up and coming generation. I don't know if you knew that, like that's an actual stat. So um, you, uh, I think there's different levels of entrepreneurship, owning your own business, creating your own, being the founder of one, or just being a high level executive and creating new things around your personal business is a level of entrepreneurship, which you've embraced. And what are some things that you've learned that you'd love to share? Uh, I think in terms of, because are you saying more for those individuals that are trying to figure out what they want to do? Not necessarily what they want to do, but okay, once I figure out what I want to do, how do I monetize it? How do you become great at it? How do I get noticed by other people to build a brand, to build a business? Like, what is my first step? How do I even get, I mean, I think you touched on it earlier by saying you met with 250 people. I mean, what were all the reasons that you did that? Uh, I think honing in your daily habits, uh, working on yourself first and foremost. That's why I think it inspired me to share more of my story too, just completely outside of chiropractic like sitting with myself, having a daily journal, reading more books than I ever have in my entire life. Kind of once you go down that route of starting to to read and learn and kind of understand that you're always a student, mm-hmm. like just because you graduate from I, any of those schools that he named, like doesn't mean that the learning stops. And I think that's where a lot of people grow stagnant and it's the reason why their businesses grow stagnant and sure. their life grows stagnant is because you don't continuously try to improve upon yourself. I love it, man. Thanks for being on the show. We're going to have a couple links to uh, where we can find you, not only to the Pat McAfee uh, video that was great, but just uh, we can find you online at Dr. Jordan Burns, right? Yep. Uh, Do you post everything on Facebook too? Uh, yeah, Instagram, Facebook, uh, I've got a YouTube, haven't posted anything to it yet. This will be some inspiration. Yeah. So check him out. <laughs> He's hilarious. Uh, you're going to love his marketing and, and you should always check him out. Where can they find you? Uh, if they want to get their back cracked. Yeah, for sure. I, uh, work at pro wellness chiropractic in Fishers, just South of Hamilton, Southeastern high school. Ask him to do the Chinese water torture stuff. It, it works. It I'm still not sure good. what that is. Yeah. <laughs> well, neither was I, but it worked, man. It was good. You're clearly not describing it well. If That's exactly saying- what it was called. 
<laughs> if you look it up online, <laughs> it's under that. You'll see a picture of Jordan. About. It's true. He, Remington has this way <laughs> of of describing something the way that he saw it. Yeah. And um, <laughs> you have to be a translator. Did I sell? To did I sell the audience though? I think they all want to be a <laughs> yeah, part of it. Yes, now. I want to go to yeah. get myself Chinese water torture. Yeah, exactly. It sounds wonderful. <laughs> hey, if you can stand up straight, whatever it takes, right? Uh, Marcus, thanks for being on again My as a, as a guest co-host. Uh, check us out. We've got uh, new episodes coming. This is season two coming from Banker's Life Fieldhouse, the unofficial podcast of Banker's Life as Indy grows. We'll see you next time. Step into my circle with the opposite of Urkel. When I pull up flying purple, people eaters couldn't bite me. I feel the fate of her.